1: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
0: Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude Tales of Magic.
3: Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. Having defeated Regina Dentata, our group makes their 800 foot descent down the bell tower, one wooden step at a time. Bello's new edicts have already taken hold of the city. Perhaps that's why none of you hurry on your journey downward to the base of the tower to take in the city you've changed forever. Even though gravity is on your side, it's an entire half hour before you reach the base of the tower, and the uneasy feeling that you're being observed clings to you like an invisible remora. The shock and adrenaline rush of battle is beginning to wear off, and as your bodies move into low tide... The physical toll of combat rears its head. The Bonesby and Stirfry, who had primarily been on Regina duty, are especially feeling it, and they hobble down the old wooden stairs with all the vigor of a spent Kleenex. Towards the base of the tower, you're greeted by two rows of peacekeepers who kneel in place. They had been rushing up the stairs of the heavily fortified bell tower to charge you, but they fell instantly into a reverent kneel when they first heard the bell ring. They silently line the path out of the great wooden doors to the bell tower's base. The doors open themselves for you, and you're greeted by the cheers of a rapturous crowd. The force of their joyful shouting would almost knock you back if you were weaker, which after your battle you are, and so it almost does. Hooray! Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's nice. Hello! Hello! Wow. Um, Albi sort of claps Bellow on the back and like not like, like just coaxes him forward a little bit to accept the praise.
2: Uh Bellow um feels his confidence surging and yells out to the crowd, Hell yeah!
3: They they respond in turn. They chant, Hell yeah, hell yeah! And then somebody uh, somebody from the crowd shouts, What is your name?
2: Oh hey, I'm Bello.
3: Bello the bell ringer.
2: I'll take it. Three
3: cheers for Bello the bell ringer! He named himself after the bell.
2: Oh, hip, hip, um, hip hip hooray! Hip
3: hip hooray! Hip hip hooray!
2: Well, yeah, I can let you guys have that. Sure.
5: And I'm Cordelia. Ah, and friend, Bellow the bellringer, and and
6: his friend. I want to be known. I, I, I want to be known as Bellows' friend too. I'm Stir Fry, and I'm also his friend.
4: Yes, yes, we're all Bellows'
3: friend. Yes, yes, yes.
4: <laughs> Albie, uh remembers how badly off Stir Fry is, and like kind of runs over to support him. <laughs>
6: hey, thank you, thank you, Albie. Job up there. you're all amazing. You're all amazing.
2: <coughs> hey, hey uh, people of Ruleshaven. Well, yes, that's us. You must know that uh, I did not take on this labor alone. We, you must also recognize the my bellbearers.
7: Huh? What, oh, what? No, 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 okay, no, that's, no, no, no. That's, that's, I yeah. Cordelia I and Stir Fry Bellbearer. and
2: Albie and Fred. And Hot Roddy, who is not present, but helped.
3: At, at this, the crowd is going to part. Fuck. And a, a, yeah, man. The, the crowd parts. A human man in his late 50s. He wears a, a large sash and a top hat. He wears vertically striped pants. His teeth are the cleanest you've ever seen in your short and in one case long lives
0: <laughs> uh,
3: this man he, uh, he rides forward on the back of two very strong humans he rides them like horses Whoa! the man uh, he, he dismounts off the off
2: the other man and says <laughs> hello bello was it yeah hi I'm bello what's your name
3: ah my name is Ebenezer Whitehead hey Ebby Call me whatever you like Just don't call me late to dinner
6: (laughs) Fred, did you hear that one? Yeah, yeah. well call me whatever he likes But he will
7: always be on time for a meal (laughs) I have little respect for a pun But look at those teeth
3: Oh, my word so you're at the top of a staircase at the bottom of this, uh, this bell tower. There's a large staircase. You're sort of looking out over a crowd. Ebenezer is going to walk up the stairs uh, grandly. He's going to turn and face the crowd. Bello, he takes your hand in his, and he lifts it up over the crowd and says, uh, What's more three cheers for Bello, the bell ringer? Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray!
2: Lord, may he live. Yeah! Yeah, I, I have to agree. Aha!
3: Citizens. Citizens of Rules Haven. He, he addresses the crowd now and says, For too long have we lived under the rules of Rules Haven. And now we have a new set of rules. Mercifully, this young man has saw fit to, to liberate us from ourselves. Now, if you'll excuse me. He's going to turn to you, Bellow, and he's going to Very quietly, he's going to say, uh, Now, I, I hate to be rude and I know this is a little bit on the spot but uh you're needed down at City Hall uh,
2: ex post facto. Uh why what's the sitch? Well uh
3: so you know how you just uh you know you just rang the bell and you you decreed a new edict full of laws? Oh
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Well, uh, so, you know, we had the old rules, the old laws, and, uh, you know, there there was always scholarly debate about what exactly was the framer's intent. This is exciting for us. We have a framer now with us. We need you to, uh, settle about 300 little, uh, just some, some tiny disputes about what the law does
2: and does not cover. Oh, you mean, like, Bylaws? Just yes,
3: bylaws, uh, uh there, there's some, there's questions, there's many, many questions of intent with what you meant, and we just figured while we got you here, we would love to just, like, get you on the record, because otherwise you're really leaving us high and
2: dry. I mean, I'm kind of due back at the teenage woods so I can go to hell soon, but uh, I guess if we can, like, if we can wrap this up in, like, a morning.
0: Sure, no, no, of course,
3: of course. Uh, I mean, it might be, might be an early afternoon if that's all right with you, mm. It just, you really, it's... You've completely... Uh, please, please, I, I mean no disrespect. You've completely upended our way of life here, and we would just love a little bit of clarification before you just leave us to the wolves of of guessing.
2: Can I ask, what is your... What's your role in the city? Why are you... What, what, what's your stake in this, friend? You are going to need to tell me that. I used to be the mayor, Oh, you, you used you just... to be the mayor.
4: Yeah, very clearly I, an I, ex-mayor. I, I,
3: I might still be. I was. I'm, sorry, I'm just talking to Bellow right I'm so sorry. I was. And I don't mean to be rude. I'm sorry. I know you're a friend of, of Bellow's here. I'm so sorry. But I was once the mayor. Mm-hmm. But a few moments ago, I found out I may or may not still be the mayor. It's very important to me to know where I am, uh, if I still have a job, what's going on. Is, is, I, I don't think I'm, I'm asking for the moon here. I, I don't think I'm being unreasonable.
2: Okay, but. Um... Uh, I guess guess I'll come. Uh, Belantheon. Yeah?
7: I know that going down to City Hall and dealing with the intricacies of bureaucracy goes against the tenets of vacationism.
2: The definition of work.
3: Precisely. Well, if if it helps, if it helps, Hmm? we won't pay you. Okay, yeah, yeah, that works. I think this might help. It's it's not a job if you're not being paid.
7: yeah. Well, hey, I was hello? just going to say, we do need a little time to stitch up my broken bones, and stir-fry's got some problems, too, and I'm sure there's a scrape or a scrap amongst each one of us. Get get a little hospital time in while you're taking your surgeon uh, down to... Uh, volunteer at city hall oh
6: frederick yes let's have some hospital time we'll relax in our recliners and 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 throw pot shots at the attending doctors for being too snooty while we are given little dishes of mediocre food that we can sort of chuckle at and 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 and, and make friends with the other patients yes please please let us go if heal our weary bones he looks he looks at Frederick, as if he just made a pun, which he knows that he likes. Step
7: right. I've made my, st- <laughs> I've made my stance on puns very clear. Wait, you were against it. I, I heard you liked it. <laughs> Generally against. All right.
6: Let's go. Right. We are friends of Bello, which means we have authority as well, and we shall go and soak in the aid. And Bello, you're gonna do. You did. You're gonna have to do some clarification for everyone. Come on, pal. Being a hero isn't all good looks and style, Waves. It's also work and effort. I've known that for being a hero my whole life.
2: <laughs> all right. All right, Sturf. You're laying it on a little thick. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to City Hall with you, Ebenezer.
3: Thank you very much. Um, Ebenezer. Yes. Ebenezer is my name. Ebenezer Whitehead is my full name. Being the mayor is my game. We'll see sweet um,
5: so is the jail in City Hall or near City Hall is it close by city Hall?
3: Uh, it's it's not far no you're you, I, I know you of course you you mean spirit of the law uh, it functions as a makeshift jail I, I know what you mean I'm just giving you the yeah. name of the jail
5: spirit of the law is the jail yeah. name the...
3: it's yes it's the name of the jail it's oh, not good. far from um
5: there. could you point it out when we walk by it
3: absolutely but we won't be walking We'll be riding oh. the backs of 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 large men like horses. Did they consent to that? Yes, they did. Of course, they did. Okay,
2: because okay, that's the new rule.
3: I understand what the new. I understand some of the new rules, but we don't understand all of the new rules, and that's why we right, need right, your right, help. Right, right. So come okay. with us. Great. Which which horse do I ride? You hop onto a fleet of saddled men. Your settled men take you down the streets of the newly renovated ruleshaven. You see the large sign that once read out the rules of the city, now covered in a blue tarp. Beneath the tarp, you hear the unmistakable sounds of renovation. You pass a cheering crowd who use ropes and broad men to tear down a waving bronze statue of tradition. You pass a storefront for discount scoldings, and you see a smiling man painting over his sign to read... Full price ballet. It's unclear what his exact game plan is, but you can tell this is a big moment for him. DeBonesby and Stirfry, your men break off to the right, down a wide street full of apple vendors, the bane of the nearby hospital doctors who are all too often kept away by their wares.
7: Have fun at law. <laughs> Bye.
6: Bye. Take a pencil for me. Get something to, to commemorate the experience oh. that you can give to me like a gift, and I will do the same for you. I'll get
3: you. Long gone. The rest of you pass by an exploded building and narrowly avoid a collision with a man-drawn carriage who had swerved to avoid a rough-looking group in the middle of the street waving a black flag with the letters R-L-A peed onto it. The driver of the carriage shouts, I do not recall an amendment erasing manners! at nobody, but also everybody, before Albie and Cordelia's men begin to veer off to the left down a dark, desolate, cobblestone street. Ebenezer calls to you. Down there, you'll find the spirit of the law. If the jail's truly
2: your destination,
5: bye. Run in the bye. jail. We'll we'll see you later, okay? Have fun, Bello.
2: Cordelia, was there something you wanted to say to me?
3: Uh, what? When? Long gone. Okay,
2: so <laughs> it is. Uh,
3: uh, the camera now is going to linger, and we'll be hopping around. Don't you worry. Uh, the camera is going to linger on uh on Bello and Ebenezer. Ebenezer is going to, uh, he's going to lean into you, Bella, and say, Thank goodness. I was, I was worried out of my skull. I just... Who? Well, I do, if, if we were to lose you right now, we just, there's all these question marks. Uh-huh. It's just, it, we, there's no, your rules were fantastic, but they left no, yes. uh, they left a power vacuum, you see, there was no, it was unclear if I remain the mayor, and I'm just gonna, you know, really quick, if I could just get it in writing, or if you could just say in front of an audience that I remain the mayor, that, I would consider it a huge favor.
2: Yeah, I mean, let me, let me just, uh, yeah, I'll, we'll get to City Hall, I'm sure I'll talk to, like, you know, the City Council, your Alderman, um... Got them all. A, 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 a public advocate, really get the lay of the, of the civic landscape, and uh, I'm sure we can iron out something that'll work.
3: That's fantastic. Speaking of which, welcome to Rules Haven City Hall. A wide marble building, three stories tall, and decorated with statues of people following the rules. It stands overlooking a well-maintained, open-concept public park. Flocks of pigeons make their home here, but the statues remain unshat upon due to a large sign which states that it is illegal for pigeons to drop waste on the statues. Problem solved. A large dome extends up out of the center of City Hall with the phrase Rules are the law carved into it. A golden statue of a law stands triumphantly at the top (laughs) of the dome. I will not be fielding questions about what a statue of a law looks like at this time.
2: Now that's a That's a building.
3: absolutely what about finest I mean next to the bell tower it's 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 sort of a crown jewel of the city here uh, yeah. the, the men lead you upstairs and large doors open automatically for you and you enter into an, uh, a very elaborately decorated building there are paintings of laws paintings of rules pa- paintings of people following the raw the laws uh, the concept of orderliness uh, there is a uh, there's a large rug on the marble floor uh, and orderliness is written in cursive oh the fanciest way to write on the rug and uh you look around and there's uh there's a large staircase and there are many many hallways leading off into uh uh ahead of you and to each side of you uh, all of them are lined with doors the mayor speaks to you and says uh now if if you don't mind we're going to be taking you into
2: the blue room oh that's funny
3: how so uh he leads you into the the blue room and good to it's word. This is a large room. Uh, every it is all it's pale blue. Don't worry, you are popping. You are a much more vibrant blue. Thank you. We're not losing you. I know yes. the audio medium, but still, one day it might not be what's to say. And don't worry, this scene is not going to be a nightmare to film because you are a much deeper blue uh, yeah. than the pale uh, sky blue.
2: Yeah, my claymation model will be like a dark indigo.
3: Okay. well, great. Yeah, we don't yeah. lose you at all. Uh, it is crowded. Uh, with people, members of the press are here. And as soon as the doors open, there's a clamor
2: of commotion. People say, like,
0: oh, just, yeah, Bello, 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 Bello. Yes, of
3: course, right here, Bello, 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 they have no Oh, hi, everyone,
2: everyone, They're- everyone. Yes.
3: They fall silent,
2: hanging on your every word. Before we begin, I'd like to know, are there refreshments? Mayor Ebenezer Whitehead, he
3: laughs, He Scott, he chuckles. <gasps> Bello, of course there's refreshments. What would you like to drink? Water. We have water We have acorn water We have coffee We have vegetarian coffee Anything you could want
2: Uh, could I actually Could I have a water And a plain tea? A plain tea? Yeah
3: A plain tea, he says Then the law shall read Plain teas are desirable Above the other flavors
2: Oh, no, no That's not a law That's not a law That's just a, plain, a preference Okay,
3: okay If he says so If he says it's not a law Plain teas are the lowest Of the flavors Bello humbles himself To drink them
2: Uh This is gonna be a whole, this is gonna be the whole day.
3: He looks right into the camera and says, It's gonna be a whole thing! We cut now to uh, Albie and Cordelia. Albie, Cordelia, this neighborhood you've moved into sits in the shadow of the bell tower, obscured by darkness. The trees on these streets bear no leaves, and these homes appear empty or perhaps deserted. A shadowy figure sees you approach and scurries off into the alley. It was an evil dog, but the show is unconcerned with her. The footsteps of the men echo out across the street as it dawns on you that you're the only things in this part of town making any sort of noise at
0: all.
4: Oh, jeez. Are Are you okay? What? Am I okay? Are you okay?
5: I i'm i mean i my suit got fucked up i'm covered in acid but other than that i'm okay
4: yeah albie is just sort of like she's like just sort of rearranging cordelia's uh suit like just sort of like brushing it off and and like kind of getting her ready for what she thinks is about to happen um so are you do you want me to go in there with you um that's a really good question uh okay here hold my hands I'm holding them. I'm giving them little circle rubs. <laughs>
5: Thank you. Okay, I need you to just hear this. Okay. Okay. I'm about to do something you aren't gonna like.
4: Mmm. uh her eyes get large, and she keeps her mouth closed very tightly because <laughs> she's trying to be supportive.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Good. So you can come with me. Mm hmm. If you want to be under the invisibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um But I'm going to need to go in there and I need to just um, I have I have something that I have to do.
4: Okay. Is that thing I feel like you're deliberately not telling me what that thing is and you did just say I was gonna not like it.
5: Exactly right so I respect you more than anyone else in the world and you will attempt to convince me not to do it and it will be very hard to not listen to you and I don't want to do that so I'm just going to do it but I want you to know that I still think you're great.
4: Are you gonna are you gonna like Hit me or something? What are you going to do? <laughs> no, 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 no.
5: I just mean, I'm going to still think, I, I think you're great and I value your input. Are you breaking up
3: with me? No. Um. Oh.
5: I am no. like a friend. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh. No, no breaking up uh, okay. at all. I am, I'm making a choice for me that I realize that you may recognize is unhealthy, but I, I need to make it. So here we go. You ready to be invisible, my friend?
4: Yeah, but I feel like I should warn you that I am going to just follow you. And LB decides to just shut up and go with her friend.
5: Okay. Uh, Cordelia goes to pull the magic out of herself. She Uh reaches in towards her chest, uh, sort of visualizes it. And she goes, oh, my God. What? What? Wait, Wait a second. Wait a second. And then she does it again. And she goes, oh, there's a mask in there.
4: What do you mean?
5: There's a mask. I don't know. I don't know. In your know. body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, um, 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 um. Uh, so all my magic spells have feelings. Have I talked to you about this? They're all like sort of texturized feeling. Hmm. Okay. So there's a there's a new one.
4: <laughs> oh wow! Uh, do you want to put it on?
5: Ooh, there's some of them. i just, I've, uh, oh, jeez. Um, I do. But why don't you stand back? Because I don't know.
4: Oh, I don't know okay. what's going to happen, okay? Yeah.
5: Stand back. And she's going to reach into herself, pull out the mask, and put it on her own face. And then uh, feels it, feels like what feels like clay almost um, pouring over her entire body.
4: Albie, do I look different? Do I look the same? Did you put something on? It feels like it. Hang oh, on a second. Oh, you look the same. And I'll be sort of like reaching to kind of touch. In an effort to give her the
5: opportunity to do that cordelia drops a foot she becomes a <laughs> foot shorter
4: Whoa! did you know you could do that no <laughs> what oh no, my wait, gosh wait. it's so fun okay
5: hang on a second um and she makes her hands big
3: <laughs> yeah your hands get bigger you shorter she- and your hands are even bigger
5: yeah, and then she sort of, like, uh, pats Albie on the head. Can you feel that? Do you feel the...
4: Yeah, I feel your hand. It feels like your normal hand, though.
5: Um, okay, so I reach out a finger um, and, am I'm like, boop my finger.
4: Okay. Albie uh, pushes her... Sorry, I popped. Albie pushes her finger right through the big yeah. finger into... It goes through
3: the illusion to touch <gasps> the actual finger.
1: <laughs> oh, that's,
4: ew, your Disgusting.
5: in your <laughs> Nasty. Oh, wait a second. Um, and I concentrate and then uh, I look like a seven foot tall Albie.
3: Yeah, it works. You look like Albie, but seven feet tall. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, this is so um,
4: strange. This is so weird.
5: I shake it off. Okay, cool. I think I'm gonna... Use this. Okay. And I attempt to keep the mask on, and then I also attempt to make you invisible, which I don't think is going to work.
3: All right, Cordelia, want to be very clear about something here. You cannot maintain both spells. You can either focus on your own disguise, or you can focus on keeping Albie invisible. Much like a DM, you can only focus on one thing at a time, so you got to choose. Albie or you. Um, shit. Okay. All right. Uh... Stir Fry and the Bonesby. You've made it to the hospital. Uh it's a very tall building. It is uh it's made out of uh, a bleached white stone and uh there's a large red cross. Uh and you, you are just uh you are brought right into the side doors. Uh this is an emergency room. It is packed full of people. There are uh, uh people just sitting in chairs and uh the the two men that you were riding, uh very handsome, they're not quite six three, but they're still they're still good looking guys. Uh they they take you right to the front desk and they sort of drop you off and they run out of the room. Oh. All right.
6: Excuse me, sir. Bing. I'm going to ring. Is there a bell? Uh, is there like a, a, a bell on the desk or something? Yeah, there's a little bell on the desk. I'm slamming my hand on that. Bing and ding and ding and ding and ding. Excuse me. Me and my... F- Excuse me. Me and my friend need some medical attention. They both hurt very badly. Help us now. Help us now. Help us now. Help us now. Help us now.
3: I question- a human uh, with, uh, dressed in scrubs turns around. At you and says, "Has no one ever told you you're the most fucking annoying person I've ever heard of my life?" <gasps> well, you know, people have gotten. And you think and you're not- the only fucking person in here who's injured? And I mean, I. He looks. Around. Literally, thirty minutes ago, all all healthcare restrictions were lifted. There's a social safety net now. People can just go to the hospital for free. We are swamped. Oh, that is awful. Hey, <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not built for this. We're not built to handle this. What is your problem that is so severe that you had to say that to me six times in a
6: row? Oh, I've got 13 health. I've been beat the fuck up by a giant bat, uh, while saving the day for my friend's Bello, one of Bello's friends, if you recall. Um... Uh, Yeah, no. I've been beating up uh, pretty bad, hurt left and right, acid, scratches, and the like. And I'd like to have a little bit of healing time. And my friend Mr. not the bit also not doing quite
3: well at all. Have you? Oh you my God, burned? this guy's in way worse shape than you. Your skin, your flesh, your fats—where is it? What happened to you, buddy?
7: I know it's gone. Help me.
3: All right, we're gonna get you into a room right away. Okay, I'm <laughs> coming.
7: I'm, I'm his plus one. <laughs>
3: Yes, uh, yes, that's fine. Uh, a nurse comes, uh, the, the the double doors swing open, and a nurse jumps out, uh, sort of pats their shoulders, and they say, get on. <laughs> Hopping on. <laughs> Hopping on. Woo-hoo. They've very quickly adapted to this, like, people as horses. Thing. And in fact, you sort of get the sense that Rules Haven was always on the razor's edge, and they just, like, they had to establish this rule because people were dying to ride each other like horses here. Uh, they run you down the hallway and you see, you look into different doors uh, uh, down the hallway. You see, you hear the grind of what sounds like a, a chainsaw as somebody screams and blood just like across the, uh, the window of the door. You hear uh, bones <laughs> being set and people screaming. It is, it, this is, it's a big day at the hospital. You are led down uh, to a room at the very end of the, uh, of the hallway and they, they sort of push you into it and there's a bed. Uh, and to Bonesby, you were just sort of dumped onto this bed. Uh, DeBonesby clatters in and then fluffs a pillow and gets comfy. Uh, Jeffrey hops on
6: the bed, sits on the opposite side um, of the bed, so his feet are facing DeBonesby as he sort of leans against Mr. DeBonesby's feet himself. Uh, eh. All right. How are you feeling, Fred?
7: I feel bad, obviously. We're
6: in a hospital. You're, you're like, but the horse is where, you get to feel better. It's this is This is step one to health. Step two
7: is doctor.
6: Step three, is seeing those doors again. Fresh and new.
7: Yes, well step one is also being injured. I feel injured. Hmm. Yes. you are wise. I am humbled
6: by your intelligence. Finally. I don't know, I no, I, Frederick, I've always been humbled by your intelligence, I think it's incredible, and I, I what the fuck, I'm supposed to talk to you in the morning, Stefan looks down at his hand and sees the words, talk to Frederick about problems in the morning, I'm supposed to talk to you, I'm supposed to talk to you about my problems in the morning, what the,
7: what's this Oh, uh, you found your note. My note? What? Yes, you were rambling on about some issue or another. I frankly don't remember the specifics because you were so in such a drunken state. I couldn't make any sense of it. And I also didn't think it was fair to you to try to express some deep-seated feeling without your full emotional and intellectual capabilities. And so I had you write that note for when you're feeling better to express yourself. I suppose that time is now. Go on. Mouth a gape, everyone.
6: Beak open wide. Shocked, or is the expression on this little
3: bird's face? You <laughs> get a beat under this of so just
4: yeah. face down. As of oh, that's the way.
3: Yes. Um,
6: <laughs> I right when I was drunk and I um yeah that was when I I I. Pre- I pretended to call Cordelia mommy as a joke,
7: Oh, right. don't try that, little bird. In vino veritas. And now you must be veritas in hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are both Latin words. Is it? I don't know.
3: I, the doors yeah, swing I'm, open at that before we can get into a discussion of if Latin does or does not exist in Cordelia. The doors swing open and a, uh, a, a human nurse steps forward and says, all right, what seems to be the damage?
7: Um, hello, yes, I fought a, a big monster in the bell tower, and it's um, cracked my bony body very badly. Um, if you use magical means, don't worry about it. I know I appear to be undead. Uh, a standard cleric's arrangement will do just fine. Or if you prefer a scientific medicine, I'm happy to take it as well.
3: They look down at their clipboard, and they uh, they just sort of flip through the papers, and they look back up at you, and go, No skin, huh?
7: No, 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 that won't be required. If you could do it, if you could manage, I wouldn't mind, but I don't expect it.
3: I got a tub of skin. I don't know, uh, you want it. Oh, sure. If it's up to your
7: skill, please try to graft some skin on these bows. Look,
3: I can put the skin on you. I I tell you right now, the skin got a bad infection. It's why we took it off in the first place. If you want it, it's yours. I don't want infected skin. <laughs> Look, I don't <laughs> I know your story. I don't know what you're like. Skin. Maybe you do. Wasn't talking to you, little guy. Uh, hey, if you hey. want the infected skin, it's yours. If you don't want it, that's fine. No, no, no. Just fix the bones, please. Sure thing. Uh, we got... Uh, it's the rations are a little r- low right now. I'm sorry. We just, just got hit by a lot. I got some healing, uh, healing potions for you. How's that sound?
7: That would be fabulous. Thank you so much. Obviously, this is free. Yes, I've, I know. Usually, this
3: is I hit you guys with the bill right now. This is free. Uh, just uh, you, just wait here. I'll be right back with some uh, some of the potion. Thank you. Thank you. Sure thing. They walk out, and from the other side of the room, uh, across there's like a drawn curtain. You hear a a, a, a gentle warbling. Uh, just, uh,
2: uh, uh, uh.
7: Pipe down over there. I'm hurt.
0: <laughs> so, so sorry.
7: I'll forgive you eventually. Oh,
6: that's, that's sort of it, Frederick. That's sort of it, right there.
7: You'll forgive that bumbling idiot eventually, but. Stefan, I just said it so he'd stay shut up. It gives him. It, you've heard of the carrot and the stick? My forgiveness is the
3: carrot. Excuse me, I, I can hear. You haven't dropped your volume. You want the volume. stick again? I, I didn't. I'm just saying, I can. You know, I if can you do just... magic. I'm sure. And I'm sure you can. And I'm close to death over here. Actually, look. Uh, I don't want to bother you guys. I'm just, you know, I'm just. I'm saying, just as a point, just so you know, I can hear your strategy.
7: A strategy.
3: Whatever you're saying, I don't know if you wanted me to hear it or not, but I can hear it.
6: He heard the carrot and the stick strategy, so he's I, aware hey, of the manipulation. So just, i just,
3: yeah. So I'm going to be less inclined to, to fall for it next time. I'm trying uh, to help you out here.
7: Very well. Moan about
3: Oh hell yeah! <laughs>
7: Dreadful <laughs> habit.
6: Here's the thing, Frederick. I So remember when you tried to kill me with Legion after teaching someone else language and then you and then you never really said anything about that, and then later on I was really mad at you and you never really coped to it, and then later I saved your wig and you never forgave you never thanked me for saving your wig, and then and then after that, I sort of was like, I guess this guy's really fucked up, and he's never going to give me the sort of the affection that I want because I love him so much. And I sort of got okay with that. But then you apologized to Cordelia for practically nothing, and I was like, so this dude can fucking apologize for once, and that just got me pissed off. And then the wig thing, I just and I look, you you changed my life, man. I know you don't think I'm the coolest dude in the world, but I I. I respect what you've done for me, and all I've really wanted is you to, like, like me, <laughs> you know? And I'm not asking you for anything big or small, it's just, I think that's what's been going on in my head recently, and so needed a little, It's I just needed to get it out, I get you're. I've sort of gotten that you're a whole deal different than I was thinking, but I think that's my shit, is that my shit, was that my shit bumbling man?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I obviously haven't even seen you, but yeah, that seems like you should...
6: Yeah, like the tone in my voice that sort of communicates what my deal is.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's
6: you are not the hardest guy to thin slice for sure. Thin slice? Hey, this guy wants some deli meat. <laughs> oh, he's the chef. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that. you're
7: alright, sir. I will no, give I'm you a not. carrot. I'm in
3: massive pain.
7: Eh, uh, well. Um, Stefan, do you remember when you attempted to rob an elderly man? Which which one? Yes, it seems you made a bit of a habit out of it. Until one day, you attempted it on one who put you in his dungeon. Yes. Yes. And then could have left you in that dungeon. Yes? Yes. But instead gave you the power of speech. You, proper you. employment. Yes, I'm referring to me. Yes, I, I, I always remember it, always appreciate it. We have an incredibly good relationship, considering the origins of how we met. <gasps> Growth. I don't care if you get me dirty wigs. I don't care if you have a problem with me forgiving or thanking or prefer, you know, extending any professional courtesy to our other colleagues. You're lucky you're around it all. You could be rotting into Bensby Manor. You could have a lick of gratitude for what you do get. And I'll tell you another thing, Stirfry. I greatly, greatly resent the implication that I tried to have Legion kill you. I didn't have Legion try to kill anybody, except for those guards, of course. I was desperately trying to control a monster to allow all of us to escape. Well... If you think I'm trying to have a monster kill you, say so when it happens and I'll set the record straight because it might be true and it might not. In that time, it wasn't.
6: Stir is sort of like shifting his hands back and
7: forth. He's trying to take in everything he just heard. He's like, that aside, I have been grateful for your time with us. You've been very helpful on occasion. <laughs> and I'm sorry I haven't shown it at every single time that you want it.
1: <laughs>
6: oh, Frederick! No, <laughs> I'm sorry for being such a monster. And you saved my life. No, no, yes. He grabs his hand, his bony hand. No. We are together, you no, and No, I. no, 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 no. I'm hurting. Ow. Stop it. Stop hey. it, you. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, two different people, two different ways of showing what they need and communicating. I can get on it! I can get with this! This is okay! We're going forward! Sir, you hear that? Don't die! You've just seen the birth of heaven! So you can die, because you've seen heaven on earth. Do you get what I'm saying, pal?
3: No! And we cut over to, uh, we cut over to the, um... Oh, Jesus Christ, we split the party three ways. Okay, we cut over.
2: <laughs> I couldn't believe it was happening.
3: Neither could I. Uh we, we cut over it. to City Hall. I'm sure you do. We cut over to City Hall <laughs> as uh, we see Bello uh besieged by reporters who are all raising their hands saying, oh, yeah, no, no. all right, okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. Uh Helen. <laughs> Pardon? I I want to take a question from Helen.
3: Uh, somebody who did not have their hand up uh, stands up and says, uh, "Well, I, I suppose my name is Helen. Yeah. <laughs> I I was actually satisfied with her. okay, but um, okay. Oh God, this is my big moment. Don't blow it. Um, okay. <coughs> Bellow. Um, where are you from? They sort of look around. Like I don't know. I don't know what I just. I, I was on the spot.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just from, uh, you, I, I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm from Brian Doyle Falls.
3: A uh, yes! comes over the room. <gasps> Brian Doyle Falls, Brian Doyle Falls. Uh, another person uh, raises her hand. Uh, uh,
2: oh, 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 yeah, um, um, uh, I'm sorry, what's your name?
3: Uh, Dorothy Stanwyck, reporter for the Rules Haven Herald.
2: Uh, hey, Dorothy, you can ask a question, sure.
3: Sure, Bellow, I want the full scoop from you, and give it to me straight. Don't give me any of that googly moogly stuff.
2: That's a statement. What's your question?
3: Yeah, that is a statement. Here's a statement for you, but it's got a question mark on the end, meaning this one's a question. Bello, Brian Doyle Falls, we all know is wiped off the face of the map. What are you doing being from there? Still being alive, walking around.
2: I was out of town when when that when those events may or may not have happened. Frankly, uh May or may not. What's that mean, Bello? Give us to it straight. What?
3: Give it to us straight, bello. What's that mean, may or may not?
2: Oh, well, I got I got a letter. I got a letter informing me of that, but, like, I actually haven't been home to, like, scope out the situation myself. So I haven't seen it? We own Maybe two I eyes. should go home and check that out.
3: Mm, maybe, maybe. Uh, they, uh, they, the reporters, they begin, they raising their hand, they're asking for the bell, bell, over here, over here, over here.
2: Okay, okay, uh, uh, Fernando, yeah, go.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, Fernando stands for it. Uh, yes, I am Fernando. Fernando Yumbo Peters with the Rules Haven Herald, the only paper in town. We're all competing against each other for the big scoop. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bello, Bello, I just—I I had a question about uh, a, a, a question about legal intent here.
2: Mm, great, one of my favorite topics.
3: One of your edicts uh, involves bully uh, yeah. And bullying a new father on the day of that child's birth, and I believe if I have this written down correctly, that bullymancer does not become a legal parent of that child. That bullymancer becomes the legal aunt or uncle, and this law is retroactive. Yes. Uh, I just get uh, what was the thinking there, uh, and why, uh, for example, uh, uh, murder? We don't know if that's legal or not right now. <laughs> but you did take the time to specify about bullymancers. What was the thinking there? Is this more important than uh, uh, than? taking a life from somebody else
2: you know um i here's what i think is is what's going to shake out oh, Sure, some sure. of those i think that, you know there are laws like that that i think i i'm hoping that in the interim people are going to uh try and um you know let's say let, let's say follow the spirit of the law as opposed to the letter of the law you know let's people let's assume that Wait, so are, are we, mer- we're not
3: to take the letter of the law seriously this is just These are just suggestions. That means no law must be followed to its full conclusion. Let me be
2: clear. I think the the letter of the laws that I – proclaimed, should be followed.
3: Right, but anything else is up to us, which means right now, for example, and he pulls a, uh, a sharpened pen out of his jacket and he stabs the person next to him in the temple uh, right into the head. Uh, blood just starts, high-pressurized blood just starts shooting out of that person who screams. That person looks at you and says, so for example, is it am dying. Is this okay? What's is this Is Fernando in trouble? Am I...
2: Yes, Fernando's a murder. yes. So let's let me be clear and I can go back to the bell and take care of this if we need to, but murder will remain illegal.
3: But you didn't specify. And this person they're just bleeding out and they're falling onto the ground and blood is just geysering out of their head there. And this Bello is going in to trouble! cast Is this okay?
2: Yeah, let me make a quick healing statement. And Bello casts healing word. Sure. On that reporter.
3: You cast healing word, the wound closes, the blood goes back. the blood gets sucked up out of the room right into into their head and they stand up and they they just sort of shake it off. And they said, so is this the case every time? So you'll be sticking around in, in, in case of all murders. You will be, because you've just set a legal precedent here. By doing this, now, anytime a murder occurs, you are expected to show up on the scene and cast Healing
2: Word. This is correct, right? No, that's an insane leap.
3: Well, it's just a precedent that you've set. We have nothing no, to well, go on no, except it's, what you've so said.
2: So it was. It wasn't a precedent that a precedent should be taken from that. That was a, an in-the-moment reaction to a, to a a live event. A man was not dying here. Okay. Okay. Listen. There, be, there is going the to be there is going to be an afternoon bell session. Listen. Hey. There is going to be an afternoon bell session where some new laws will be announced. There is going to be an afternoon bell session where. Some new laws are going to be announced. Until that time, I think everyone sit tight and think about, would would a normal city have a law against this? And if so, don't do it.
0: Is going to be an, an afternoon
3: session where you amend the, Is this going to be a regular occurrence? Are you going to be amending every afternoon? Are we just going to be playing this one by ear? How? When will the amendments end?
2: So the main, the main law at the afternoon bell session will be announcing the citywide election of a uh, of a governing council um, that will adhere okay. f- for that will supersede uh, the bell for all future laws. Ugh.
3: Uh, at the, 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 a gasp falls over the room. At this point, a gasp falls over the room, uh, and uh-huh. uh, a, a child, a child reporter, steps forward uh, humbly and says,
2: "Bello, yeah
3: does Does this mean that the bell doesn't matter?
2: No. So the bell. So think of the what you're going to think of. What you're going to want to do. What you're going to want to think about is imagine the bell laws. The laws proclaimed from the bell as like the constitution of rule safe and right. And then for, sure, for matters sure, that come so after that, for other matters, you know, for day to day lawmaking to make the city run, we're going to have a, a governing body that can take care of that, that doesn't need a trip all the way up to the bell tower.
3: Right, but what about the checks and balances of power? Who, but who, so someone's gonna be elected and then they, they're just elected for for wife? When do they, what do,
2: no, what, of how course, long are the no, times? I never said they would be elected for life. You're making, so, so a constitution is the ten rules. So you're gonna bring the ten rules back? Is that correct? I'm gonna bring back uh, new rules. They're new rules. New rules? Different in addition
3: rules. to the rules you already put in place? Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
1: Yes.
3: The camera flies up and out of the city hall conference room, destroying the windows and across two neighborhoods and lands in a shadowed, gloomy alley where Cordelia is making her decision to protect her own identity or Albies. By the way, along the way, the camera killed four entire birds. Okay, you know what?
5: Uh, if you're coming in, i don't I don't think I can do that at the same time. So uh, grab my hand. Okay. Grab it. Cordelia makes Albie invisible. Okay,
4: let's go in. You are good? You can't see me? I can't see you at all. Okay, I'm just gonna follow right behind you, okay? All right, let's go. Okay.
3: Cordelia, welcome to the Spirit of the Law, a tall, imposing stone building surrounded by wrought iron gate. Originally built as a mansion for a severely depressed family, the building passed on to the city itself after a charged family game night left the entire family exploded. The building now serves as a maximum security prison dedicated to protecting, in quotes, the spirit of the law. And that spirit isn't the only one here. They say if you listen closely, you can still hear the ghosts of its original inhabitants arguing over what exactly constitutes a victory point. A single, not yet ready to mingle guard stands dourly at attention in the entrance. When you approach, he silently nods, obviously expecting you. He beckons you to follow as he opens those big black gates. (laughs) You're led down a flight of stairs, lit only by faintly glowing torches. You hear the dripping of water onto stone that seems to just come standard with Cordelian Prisons. At the bottom of the stairs, you hear a buzzer as a large steel gate slides open, revealing a long stone hallway. Originally, this was a wine cellar. Now it's a crime cellar. As you walk down the hallway, you see cells with high-threat prisoners. A bugbear paces back and forth in its cell, muttering to itself about tobacco recipes. There's a story there, but not yours. A gnome with... Bleach blonde hair covered in tattoos offering cryptic warnings and advice stares at himself in the mirror before punching it like Henry Rollins. At the end of the hallway on your left, you come to a large cell. Inside, separated from you by a two-inch thick sheet of plexiglass, sits a familiar figure. A human woman in her autumn years with kind eyes sits almost perfectly still reading a book entitled... The rules of Rules Haven updated. In the corner rests a nest of extended flesh and swollen gums, breathing slowly. The woman wears all white. Witch Hunter. Oh, you can call me Virginia.
1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Dylan, from all of us at Rude Tales and Magic. Now, listeners, you're probably thinking... Uh, producer Taylor and Dungeon Master Game Lord Branson Reese, you don't just wish everybody a happy birthday, right? No, no, don't expect it. Couldn't wouldn't scale. But Dylan happens to have this amazing, fully improvised, soundscape-produced ear treasure of a tabletop role-playing game podcast out of Philadelphia, one of our best trash cities, and it's called Playtesting. Now here's the thing about playtesting: they don't play DD.
3: They don't play any other published game. No, what happens is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa. They don't play Shadowrun? They don't play Shadowrun. They don't play Power by the Apocalypse? They don't play Fate? They don't play whatever the Star Wars one is?
0: Vampire the Masquerade.
3: They don't play Vampire the Masquerade. And if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. But we got more. What they do is listeners submit ideas for games. They make up the rules and then they try to
0: play the game they just made. Whoa. Now, can I, as a listener, submit a game to the show? How do I do that? Yes, you can. You can submit it at playtesting.captivate.fm. Playtesting.captivate.fm. Now, I heard through the grapevine Branson that birthday boy Dylan, he and the rest of the cast all agree that their most recent episode, episode nine, is their best episode yet and a great place to start out. I heard through that very same grapevine, which also said that episode 10 is their worst and episode one through eight is a mixed bag. Best of luck. (laughs) This is from them, the horse's mouth. (laughs) <laughs> that's from them. We did not listen and then make those judgments. That is straight uh, from all the folks at playtesting, which you can find at playtesting.captivate.fm. And get this, Branson, not only, okay. not only all that cool stuff, but they on their webs. If you go to playtesting.captivate.fm on their website, they have a list of like local charity organizations that they have relationships with and they're very important to them. And if you prove that you donate to those charities, They will give you a copy of one of the games they play on the show. It's your choice. I think that's rad.
3: Yes. We uh, obfuscate, but we love Virtue here. Oh,
0: oh. We we hide it because our love is true.
3: It's true and embarrassing. We get fucking horny
0: for Virtue. Ow, ow. (laughs) Can't go out in public thinking about generosity oh god my head just turned into a wolf head and i'm howling at the moon this seems like an interactive dream i'm gonna listen this is like an experimental fun smart uh blast of a show give it a shot dylan happy 18th birthday i hope you'll love voting as much as we do your copy of oh the places you'll go is in the mail signed by all of us hags
5: Hi, Virginia. I'm Cordelia.
3: I know who you are. You turned yourself in. Oh, it's illegal to be a witch hunter. Oh, true,
5: but um, still, like, you could have just left. Rule 7.
3: Well, not necessarily. You see, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, he- I heard your friend walk in. You want to uh... no. make her visible? I don't. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, I turned myself in. See, unlike some other people, I uh I believe in following the law.
5: Well, there is a new law now, and regardless, um I have some questions for you. Sure, you got me here. Fair's fair. You have access to magic, right? Yeah. What makes you more deserving of magic? ...than everyone else.
3: Well, no, no, that's you got it all wrong there. Anyone else can have access to magic. I'm no more deserving, no less deserving than anyone else. I might ask you the question, what makes you so deserving of playing God with people's lives? I killed a couple of people. Well, sure, that's just one, two people to you, but to them, to their family, that's everything. I'm not saying you're a bad person. You seem very friendly to me. I must admit, I've grown a little fond of you while I've been hunting you. But the law's the law. And I made an oath to follow that law. So, here I am in jail. Okay, well... I guess that's
5: fine. All I'm saying is... I followed... the path that was available to me to have access to magic. And I don't think that was a wrong thing. Oh, sure. And I know some people are born with it and some people you know um can learn it but that requires access to a lot of information libraries old books i
3: gotta stop you right there you're talking about libraries you're talking about old books you and i both know you didn't go to no library you didn't read I, no old book no i
5: know i didn't i'm i'm saying that there you are reached out and you jumped access. the line jumped the line yeah you talked to one of those uh you talked to one of those demon fellas
3: yeah, but there's no line if everyone deserves magic. I, and I, again, this is where I got to stop you. Everyone deserves as whatever magic they want or don't want. And this is the magic that I want. Well, that magic's against the law. I'm sorry. If you want to get your magic the old-fashioned way, if you want to do it through hard work, if you want to be born with it, that's none of my business. But as soon as you go cavorting with demons, I got to get involved. So I had to be born with it. That's not what I said. But the deed's been done, and it's too late. We can sit here quibbling, quabbling all day. That's fine with me. I got no place to be. But if I were you, I'd get out of here. Why? Oh, because I put in for a promotion.
5: What, 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 what title are you requesting?
3: Uh, it's not really any of your business, but I'll tell you this. It's not Witch Hunter.
4: Albie's grip tightens on Cordelia's hand. Is it the next one up?
3: No, here's the thing they've been bugging me for years now to get a promotion and I just you know the love of the game for me. I just love to love to hunt a witch. I've been saying no, I've been saying no. they've been piling up and it's cumulative. so I, I no I I'm looking at a pretty big promotion there.
5: How many witch hunters are there in the world? More than one. but less than.
3: Less than a thousand
4: And then more specifically Um Albie just speaks up because she knows that Virginia knows that she's there
3: Sorry did you do that Oh the Dawn girl
4: Albie I asked you to let me handle
5: this She knows that I'm here Yeah but this is my business
4: Okay
3: I'll tell you what since I know you're listening Your parents are just fine Thank you No problem do you have a question about Joshie there?
4: I'll be sort of... She turns to look at Cordelia, but she's invisible, so...
3: Don't you worry about this one. This is between me and Joshie and Joshie's mom and a friend of your friends. This does not concern you. And you, Cordelia, I want you to know, don't hold you responsible for this one.
5: I don't feel responsible for that one. Ah, very good. Okay, well... I guess we'll see you when you're out, but I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong about hunting people. Well, heard it before. One last question. Shoot. How do I kill you?
3: Oh, in a normal way. I'm just a person. But you're so smart. Yeah, I'm very smart. Wear it like armor. I appreciate that. No problem. I, uh, little warning though: you kill me, you're about to be in a even hotter water. Oh yeah? Can you clarify that? I'll tell you this: there's less than a <laughs> less than a thousand witch hunters, right? Yeah. More than one. It's right. It's somewhere in between those two. It's a little closer to the top of the one than you might like it to be. Okay. Each and every one of those witch hunters know where the other ones are at all times. Oh really? Yeah. So if I go missing, uh, it's gonna that's gonna turn some heads.
5: Anything else for me? I don't think I can change your mind. So. No, 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 you
3: definitely can't change my mind, and I know I can't change yours, and I have the respect for you to just know that about you.
5: Yeah, I had the respect for you to think that you might change yours.
3: There you go. I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you there, and stay safe, okay? I don't want anything happening to you that I'm not doing to you. I don't like you. <laughs> Fine with me. I keep my side of the street clean. It's your business if you like me or not.
5: I think your side of the street is rotten.
3: I'll tell you what I see on my side of the street, though. I see somebody who's got a code, and she sticks to it. I'll tell you what I see on your side of the street. I see somebody making it up as they go. Seem to have no sort of internal code. Just sort of taking the path of least resistance.
4: Um, The glass in front of the... Uh, you you hear an impact in into the glass. Sure. Um, and it's Albie punching the glass. And then you hear her hoof... Her Beats walk away.
3: You got an angry friend you can't keep tabs on? You got all sorts of problems. I wake (laughs) up every morning, I look myself in the mirror, I like who I see. Now, if you can do that, that's fine. We're just at cross purposes. If you can't, well... I wake up, I love who I see. I just
5: don't like who I see when I look at you. So I'm gonna go. I hope you change your mind. Bye! You know I won't. I
3: know, but just think about it. Oh, ah, uh, sorry. Before you go, one last thing. Ooh, what? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not a dummy, right? Yeah. I know rule saving can be a little tricky with the rules, even for someone like me. You know, you never want to overestimate yourself. Uh, um, there are reinforcements coming pretty soon.
5: For y- your reinforcements? Oh, Yeah. Okay. So if
3: you were going to skedaddle, I'd skedaddle soon.
5: (sighs) You like the chase, don't you?
3: Love it. That's why I became a witch hunter.
5: Okay. Well, I'll see you never.
3: (laughs) You wish. I do. Bye. She pulls the rule book up and just flips through it idly. Doesn't even wave.
5: Um, Cordelia has left a copy of Charlotte's Web. I'm, like, leaned up against the glass next to one of the... I assume there's, like, air holes because it's plexiglass? Yes, there are. Yeah, so, like, reachable through one of the air holes.
3: We linger on Charlotte's web for just a moment before cutting back to the hospital. Two doors swing open and a nurse steps forward, holding a bottle. (sighs) Got some healing potion for you. Sorry, it's been a real day over here. We had to improvise. It should be fine, though.
7: So long as I get my potion, I don't care the backstory.
3: Thank you. Sure, fine. If you don't want to know, you don't have to
6: know. Well, Here no, you go. I'd like, to, I'd like to know. That'd be good. Because I, I want some healing potion, too. Right? And I assumed... so I, I wouldn't mind knowing what, what I'm putting into my body. My form is my vessel, and I treat it like a horse. I feed it and comb it and love it and know what goes inside of it.
3: Uh, but t- <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice about treating things like a horse. Uh, I'm getting... As soon as my shift ends, I'm going to get ridden around like a horse. I've been dying to do that.
6: Oh, fantastic. That's can like you, a, you can be imagine? Trorting.
3: I was on the clock when that Can you imagine I mean I already oh. don't love work but I was on the clock and I've just been waiting I've been waiting to get off Oh man do you want hey do you want me to
6: ride you around the horses just like ow oh, it hurts my I, Don't I, do this
3: don't do this. look I've got your your healing potion right here Oh, uh, thank you and I'll tell you I guess your friend doesn't want to know but I'll I'll tell you uh yeah. Usually, of course, healing potions that take a very long time to harness and, and cultivate, and we get them from people who are dying, and we humanely extract them from them because it's, you know, we take the life force. Uh, we had to get mm-hmm. this one from a hive of bees, so... Hey! Uh, oh, not bad! He shows his ring. I've got a little bee ring by itself.
6: Let's do this shit. Oh, wait, sorry. Clink. Oh my god, Clink. that's a urine sample! That's a... Oh my god, no, 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 no! What? That's, you're what? drinking a urine sample. I, oh, but I... I, I Oh, the good thing I didn't clink. Good thing I didn't clink. Okay, I'll just finish this up and then can I get that
3: real potion? <laughs>
6: All right. Now give me that real potion. You so up can a click my up to second
3: separate me. urine sample <laughs> <laughs> to finish that one down. Wait, what? <laughs> You're my kind of guy. I tell you. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. And he hands you an IV bag. Ah, great. Hey, cl- cl- clink to bonesby. So he's going to hand you an IV bag and he ha- there's a tiny little straw and he goes, uh, just uh, jam this in the top and just drink up.
7: Oh. All right, well, <laughs> he
3: grips his teeth around that straw
7: and the liquid hits the back of his spinal cord. Stripfry opens his beak,
6: squeezes that IV through the straw into his mouth. He's glugging it down. Oh, mm, 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 mm. oh it's got a bit of that honey flavor because of the bees. Like honey, sweet. Oh, no, I should know that I could actually mix this into like. Or coffee, or mixes into a regular tea, or or throw it on top of some yogurt, or even some like cereal and milk, or something like that.
3: That's so something drink. interesting happens to the two of you here as you drink this uh, healing potion, which does come with a side effect. Oh, uh, the initial effect of the healing potion is that your hit points are restored to maximum. You are you are completely healed. You feel it instantly. You are uh, you are fit as a fiddle.
7: Oh, ah! ah uh, calcium ah. replenished. <laughs> oh, he's stiff. i right now. Oh,
3: yeah. Huh, I feel great. Um, but you are also hit with a wave, an uh, unmistakable wave of a desire to be productive. Uh, productivity now becomes, like, top of the list for you.
7: Well, then, stuff I know need to be sitting around in this luxury condo of a healing facility. We must get to work. Indeed, your majesty. What? Aha! Uh-huh.
6: Let's go! Uh, uh, and you, Fred, who is moaning so much? Uh! I want to help you with death! I take a pillow and throw it in his face. That's right! Give him what he wants!
3: He's
6: it's my It's not what you want? No, I didn't ask for this ever! Then why are you wasting my time? Come on, Frederick! Let's go do some
3: good stuff! Elbows up, marching out of that hospital. Great! You walk into the hospital, and now it, the two of you—this is uh, this is interesting. You are you are greeted by a hospital full of sick and dying people, and you are uh, flooded with a wave of wanting to be productive and wanting to be helpful. Uh, you just in, instinctively you believe in hierarchies and in uh, in the greater good, and this has hit you like a wave. This is not going to last forever, but definitely for the next hour, you are overwhelmed by a, an undeniable desire to help and to be productive. DeBonesby doesn't even question it. He marches right into a locker room, throws
7: on scrubs and a jacket and a stethoscope and just grabs a random chart and gets cracking.
3: The chart you see, um, it just in quotation marks, it says Big Muff. Where's Big Muff? Underneath, uh, it it just says uh, Big Muff's arms are broken and they must be healed. Find me Big Muff. Where is Big Muff? What room is Big Muff in? Just- uh, sure, two doctors who are just fucking in the locker room. Uh, one of them just, like, turns and looks at you and says, uh, Big Muff? Yeah, that's going to be on the second floor. That's in the broken arm unit. That's going to be room, unless I'm mistaken, 206.
7: I'll be right there. And you two, think about your most erotic thoughts and get your climax over with. We've got work to do. Oh,
3: my God! And they do...
6: Stir Fry is following DeBonesby, um, but he is taking a little detour. Every time they pass another room with a child in it, he is going inside, putting on a clown nose, and doing a little bit of juggling. Ha ha ha! Laughter's the best passing! Hey, what's my name? Ow! I hurt my head! Isn't that funny? I, I, come and Mr.
3: DeBonesby! And then I'm gonna <laughs> do it in every room I go in. Um, keeping making sure I'm following DeBonesby's path. The children look up at you and they laugh. But not the cruel laugh that you're accustomed to or the condescending laugh that you're also accustomed to or the laugh of indifference that you're also accustomed to. It's a new laugh. It's a laugh of love. These children look up at you and they see a friend and that's all they need and they're cured. One of the kids, uh, he sort of, he stands up out of the bed and he kicks the ground. And he goes, ah, rats, I was trying to get out of school. School? That's a place for learning. Go back and be a doctor like me. Promise me, boy. Promise me. Come in, your majesty. Okay, you're long gone. The kid promises nobody and you don't know what they promise. That sucks, but okay. Yeah, well, that's what happens. No, I get it. You and Mr. what you run into room 206. And in there, you see Big Muff with a broken arm. They're writhing in agony. Big Muff is a human. Uh, very small human. Big beard, though. And your problem's your arm, is it?
0: Yeah, sorry, my arm, i all right? sorry, uh sorry yeah.
3: what do you do? You put in a thresher?
0: No, I did- I, A guy was
3: riding me like a horse. I got too excited. I overextended myself.
7: Let me see that arm. Is it broken? Is it sprained? Does it have DISCOLORATION? I MUST KNOW THE ANSWERS TO FIX YOU! GAH! Oh, EVERYTHING ABOVE, YEAH! Are you a small man? Yeah. And you got a big hurt. Yeah? I'm going to let you in know a secret. I've never been to medical school, but I know a small assortment of spells.
3: Hit me. I'm desperate.
7: All right. I am going to cast Enlarge on you. Your pain will be smaller in comparison. Yes? This is the logic. Ah,
3: uh, I guess! <laughs> Wait, I don't know! <laughs> Oh, okay, Big Muff becomes a much bigger Muff, but unfortunately the broken arm grows with it too, um, and his pain doubles in size.
7: Oh, well, well? Ah, oh, this is, uh, it's a thought lateral, honestly, because I got bigger so I could take more pain.
2: That's how it works.
7: I'm going to leave you like this until it naturally weans off. I don't want to waste my magical energies taking you back down again. Uh, let's see, Stuffry, what do you got? Sturfry has put down his juggling
6: balls and he has picked up a cane. He then canes over and goes, <laughs> I'm a genius, and your problem is your broken arm. And I'm the only one who can fix it because I'm the smartest doctor in the world. but a- I've got a cane, so I know my inner pain. And what you need is a he smacks him on the head. You
3: need everything else to hurt as much as your arms do. You make an attack roll. Sixteen. Oh yeah, that definitely beats the AC of a patient, a helpless patient with a broken arm. You do four damage right to this guy's forehead. Now, I'm orthodox, I admit, but as a genius doctor
6: with a limp, I can tell that the pain that you feel- your head will distract you from your arm, making your arms heal all the faster.
3: They just throw up uh, from the pain. They're in agony. Uh, so to both of you, we're gonna, uh, we zoom now onto your clipboard and the next page, it says, uh, Windpiper Powers. And then there's a note that says, the oldest woman in town. You see that she's on the top floor. All right, let's go, stir Fry! Hold on,
7: one last thing. While you heal your body as it slightly shrinks downward, big muff, I give
3: you sleep falls right asleep. You're welcome. Uh, and he just... And has a nightmare. It has a fucked up nightmare. You guys are helping, but in a weird way. All right, we cut up to the third floor now. Windpiper Powers. Uh, she's uh, she's holding court. She's sitting up in her uh, hospital bed and she has an alcoholic drink that she's just sort of like sifting in her hand. She says, uh, I'm having the time of my life! Windpiper Powers, are you too old? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're only as young as you
7: feel. And how old do you feel? I feel 140. That is. And you're human? I'm a
3: human. Far too old indeed. Something must be done. I tell you, I'm 96, but I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm in a lot of pain, but it's okay. I'm having the time of my life. What do you got for me? I'm in agony. I need I need something to help with the pain. Anything to oh, help with the pain. Oh, pain. Pain is your problem. Pain is my problem. It's not my body that got old. It's the world that got young. <laughs> Wow, it's like you're healing me, man. <laughs> Dad, well,
0: why don't I stand it's... up
3: there and you get in the hospital bed if I'm healing you?
6: Hey-oh. Wait, let's do that. Let's
0: do that.
3: Come. I dive into the bed. Okay, cool. Uh, you do make a damage. Make, roll a D6. You dive into a bed with an elderly woman who's in pain. One. You do one damage to her. She goes, ow! Get out of the bed. It's built for one. Ah! You don't know a joke when you heard it? I know jokes. I, also, I know the best joke in the world. Look. He starts juggling. She goes, not bad, kid. You remind me of going to see the circus when I was a kid. They had this clown that could do all sorts of tricks. I still feel like warmed over shit, which I can say now, but uh, it's nice. It's nice to remember. Keep talking. We're listening. We're here for you. So those days, you could go to the circus, right? The circus would come into town into Rules Haven. They'd do it up at the at the top floor of the jurisdiction inn so that these guys could sort of, you know, they could, you know, the rules are a little looser there. These guys could have all sorts of fun, and I, I would laugh, and I'd clap. They don't do that anymore. No, no, they don't. I didn't end it. I used to sleep outside and just watch the stars. Can't do that anymore. It's safe enough to do, but I just, it's, I get cold. Oh, my. Well, it seems like the best thing for you
7: is to dream of better days. De <laughs> me, cast sleep. What? And then, yeah, she falls
6: asleep.
0: <laughs> no, I was healing by talking about...
7: Being a doctor is hard work. It requires a lot of ingenuity. Uh, uh,
6: Stirfry grabs Frederick's hand before he leaves the door. He goes, hey, doctor. Yes, doctor. I know, it
3: but you can't fall in love with all of them. Come on, man. And we're going to cut back to City Hall now. Uh, there is a performance being held for Bello here. A human woman with the blondest hair you ever did see named Ruth Whiskey Sour uh, is just finishing up as she says, uh, It's just my three-second rule <laughs> Like the kind of rules you had in school It's just my three-second rule It's designed to keep my man in line As long as he knows the three-second rule And she she bows, and the large, muscular men all wearing cowboy hats with tucked-in shirts, they all bow with her. And she looks up, panting and out of breath, and she says, So what do you think about that amendment? A three-second rule for my (laughs) husband.
2: Uh, I don't think it's really our place to legislate uh, like within a marriage. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so I guess, uh,
3: (laughs) okay, pack it in, boys. If if you want to
2: enforce a three-second rule in your marriage... That's up to you and your partner. It is? Yeah. It wasn't before. And now it is. Well, the only rule we had before was no funny business.
3: Now that funny business is around my my husband's he's looking for 4 seconds, 5 seconds, sometimes
2: 6 seconds. Well, you have to you have to you have to open the lines of communication in your relationship and establish what what is the accepted level of number of seconds. Honestly, that makes a lot of sense. I think I think the I think the the rule here is talk.
3: Talk, talk. And uh, uh, nearby you, uh, a man in a judge's wig bangs a gavel and says, talk, talk it is. All marriages must be built on a solid foundation of communication. (laughs) Uh, People begin just shaking each other's hands and nodding.
4: Wonderful.
2: Oh, oh, God, I hope I'm not messing this up. <laughs> uh, two, actually, two people
3: uh, towards the back, they look at each other, and they nod, and each of them, uh, they pull their wedding rings off and just, like, break them in half. They're excused. They did not build their uh, marriage on a foundation of solid communication, and so they are, they are off the hook. They no longer have to be married. And they walk towards their future, like uh, like baby birds facing the new world.
4: Really beautiful.
3: It's from a poem. <laughs> 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 At this, the doors swing open and you hear <gasps> cast, <gasps> shock oh, and a a,
0: uh, a
3: human oh, is wheeled in on a hospital bed. They are uh they are covered in what appear to be uh, uh magical wounds and burns. Uh and they say, Wait just a minute! Oh? Are you Bellow the bell ringer.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I am. Well, then I got something to say to you. My name is Catheter Axley. Hi.
3: Hi. What's up? I was working as an insurance denier when you went up there and you made your proclamation. Uh Uh-huh. My entire building exploded. Okay. When you established a social safety net. Right. You implicitly outlawed my profession. Okay. Lucky for me, I was in the process of being fired. Congrats. I am the sole survivor. Okay. That's it. Just wanted you to know. <laughs> I guess I'm curious what's going to happen to me now, what's going to happen to those families, but it seems like you don't care.
2: Well, I'll tell you this. They get health care. <laughs> oh, great. Health care. Like you do now. You Like you could go, like, I, did you ever have to... Uh, deny insurance to any of your co-workers Yeah,
3: of course, ruin their lives
2: Yeah, so now that can't happen Like, you get to go to, a, you don't have to come to City Hall You can just go to a hospital and be treated for all those injuries
3: Right, so I can just go to a hospital But I, I, what I'm saying is a lot of good people People who I consider, me, Catheter Axley I consider them morally just They just exploded just because of something you said
2: Uh-huh And you don't care? Well, <laughs> It's not that I don't, I feel bad that those, I feel bad that that happened. I couldn't have imagined that passing that law would cause a building to explode. Seems like there's a lot you didn't imagine. Uh, yeah, some people have told me sometimes that I lack imagination.
3: What am I going to do now? Who am I going to be?
2: Well, I think you should, I think you should start by taking your five weeks of vacation and uh, maybe figure that out.
3: You're telling me I get five weeks of vacation and I get paid <laughs> yeah, for it? Th- yeah, my dude,
2: yeah, mandatory. Everybody gets And I go to a it.
3: hospital and I don't have to pay anything?
2: No. Oh. and it could it just it just is that way now
3: it just is that way uh, but where's the yeah, money you don't have coming to feel from? bad
2: about it you don't have to feel guilty about like asking for the days ow, ow. it's just like everybody gets it
3: where's the money coming from that's what i want to know what money the money that's used to support this
2: you know how they you know how the insurance denying industry received all those subsidies from the city all those huge tax breaks and oh massive uh, yeah yeah city contracts
3: yes yeah we were always first on the list
2: yeah, yeah. So we're gonna redirect all those funds into uh paying for the healthcare.
3: So that money's gonna go to the hospital?
2: Yeah, and actually there'll be a big savings because people will you know will go to the doctor proactively, they'll get preventative care oh. and not go when like things are most dire. You know, because they'll be healthier in general.
3: Yeah, but the problem with this is eventually you run out of other people's money. Uh-huh. Right, right. That's the problem with this, right? No. God damn! I can't break this guy!
2: Bello is gonna look around for Ebenezer.
3: You look to your right, and uh, there you see uh, Ebenezer Whitehead. Bello, is this true? All marriage is built on a solid foundation of communication? I'm
2: afraid so, Mayor.
3: Don't be afraid of it. This is fantastic. This is why we wanted you here. This is good that you're doing this.
2: Yeah. So, listen. I am going to, uh, I'm going to head back to the tower. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make some, I'm going to make some, some updated laws and, uh, and you should be back into your mayoralty by, uh, by dinner. Fantastic.
3: Uh, excellent. Oh, uh, really quick though. I just, could I, Yeah, could yeah I pull yeah. you, and he pulls you into a broom closet. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. Hello. I'm sorry, I d I I don't mean to be uh the forward or untoward. Um uh, really quick, and you're doing great. Yeah. You're doing excellent. Thank uh, you. you're litigating yes. up a storm. This is fantastic. We uh we have a bit of a situation uh with rules shaven. Mm-hmm. So you established actually in your edicts uh a, a precedent again with uh you you specified rules haven and then rules shaven. Yeah. So rules yeah, yeah, this yeah. uh as a result of this, now, uh, these are two separate legal entities. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've got a lot of bad guys in Rule Shaven. Uh,
2: would I have the go-ahead to, uh, to declare war? Hey, Ebenezer. I, so, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be totally upfront with yes. you. You are not going to have that go-ahead.
3: To declare war. Well, okay, it's, it's, it, this is a kill or be killed because they're, about, they're going to come for us, you see.
2: Can I be honest here? They um, they helped me get up there.
3: Oh, look, I'm going to be killed. My my comely daughter is going to be killed. It's, this is. here's, here's
2: <laughs> what, wait, sorry, what's that?
3: Oh, my comely daughter. We haven't been introduced. Oh, you haven't been introduced to Tammany Whitehead? No. <laughs> he opens a door in the broom closet, revealing a secondary A door room. in the broom yeah, closet? Yeah, so, you know, you go into the broom closet, and then there's, like, a Narnia yeah, yeah, door yeah. in the back of the broom closet. Right. He opens <laughs> cool. that up. And you see in there uh, the most beautiful, uh, most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. She's standing there on the other side, and uh, she looks up at you. And says, Is this him? I'm Bello. Bello, charmed, I'm sure. And uh, she she extends a hand. Bello shakes it. <laughs> Incredible, and uh ebenezer says and so you see this would, it would be terrible i'm sorry we have to keep her locked away in here because she has a dark secret oh, who was that why it's a dark se- i suppose i can tell you but i i you're you're entering a circle of trust here you're asking me to to, to let you declare war i think you should trust me okay look i th- we'll, we'll call it even when no one is looking at her she turns into a spider
2: How'd that, how that, how that happen? How'd that... We don't know. So how, what's the... Did, is your wife a spider? No, my
3: wife is not a spider, thank you very much. What?
2: I th- there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing that.
3: Fine, fair enough. No, my wife is a human. She's as human as I and part of you. The human part. And so is my daughter. But uh, we, we don't know why, but there was a curse laid on her.
2: Oh, sorry, dude.
3: It's, you don't have to apologize to me. And Tammany steps forward and says, yes, you can apologize to me.
2: So sorry. So, like, hypothetically, like, when, like, let's say someday down the road, Tammany, like, you get married. Well, like, the curse would be lifted. Get... Oh, it would. Yes. Huh. Weird. Do you, when you, when no one's looking at you and you become a spider, do you, like, do you do spider stuff? Do you, like, I can't help you. webs. I
3: anything I do is spider stuff. Anything I do is spider stuff. I could write a book. That's spider stuff when I do it.
2: You know what? You got me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, are you are you a person sized spider? Or are you like a spider sized spider? No, I'm person sized. Oh, it would give anyone who saw me quite a fright. If only they could. So if if. Et- if your dad and I both shut our eyes right in this moment, you could become a spider in that instant and then just like start writing a book? Well, I don't
3: have an idea for a book, but I would certainly turn into a spider. I bet you have great ideas. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, come on. I'm looking at you and I'm getting a good idea. <laughs> for a book? Uh, for something. Oh,
2: hmm. Okay. You can tell me later. Yeah, I would prefer to. My dad is right here. <laughs> Ebenezer, this is what I can do. Yes, when I get up there, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, "Rules Haven, okay, cannot declare war on Rules Haven." Don't but, like that. Okay, but but but, but, but Rules Haven can also not declare war on Rules Haven. You must resolve conflict through non-war means, and this is like the bell away because war is like the opposite of vacation. You know what I'm saying?
3: I, I, I'm going to have to take your word for it. The, the,
2: there's We got plenty of people upset already about
3: this five weeks of mandatory vacation. I, we, we'll get to it. Yes, if you want to go to the bell, I can take you to Don't the bell know right now. I not would
2: be said, but that...
3: As long as they can't declare war on us, th- that's fine. Great, cool. That's fine. We can impose sanctions on them. That's okay. That's fine. Then as long as they can't retaliate with war. Okay. Great. So you agree. Sanctions on, on rule shaven and no, rule, uh, no war on rule shaven.
2: Here's what we're going to do, right? Every, You're, I'm sorry, so, it's just
3: so you understand, every word you say, it, we have to take this. You are the bell ringer.
2: Yeah, and I had no idea I would, I was accepting that responsibility. And, well, you know, you uh, went ma- to
3: the, and I, no offense, you went to the top of our bell. I don't know how long you've been in town. I don't, I don't recognize you. I don't know how familiar you got with our culture or our customs. And you sort of swooped in here and told us what the laws were going to be. So I think it's, you know, it's sort of your responsibility to follow up on that.
2: Yeah, I um, I I leaped in feast first. You're right. You're totally right. But here's so here's what we're gonna do. Okay, you're gonna be mayor. You're gonna have veto power over any laws that the council that okay, the city good. council yes, passes. Okay, I like this.
3: Stop there. But oh. the city
2: council, the city council is gonna be half elected from rules haven citizens and half elected from ruleshaven citizens.
3: Okay, I can work with this. Excellent.
2: All right. Good. Great, no, yeah, no it.
3: no follow up. Actually, just leave it exactly the way you said it there. That's perfect. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Okay. And he takes you back through the broom closet back into the press conference Everyone's like, "What was mean? What's going on? here, What's going on here?"
2: Uh, we're going to the bell for those afternoon laws. Ebenezer,
3: he's he's going to he's going to look at you and say, "There's no time to waste. To the bell tower, please."
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we took that detour. <laughs> well, I was trying to t- explain uh, the situation with my daughter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Is Tammy coming with us? oh my
3: god she's a spider and he runs uh, into the <gasps> closet and he runs back out holding her hand he's like yes of
2: course cool keep an eye on her
3: you Ebenezer and Tammany Whitehead all uh, you head to the bell tower and occasionally he, he's trying his best to keep an eye on her uh, but occasionally he's just he's taking in the surroundings he looks away and she does turn into a spider but you don't know uh, if I, you, eventually you guys make it to the base of the bell tower. It's heavily guarded, and Ebenezer is going to wave his hands to the guards. Oh, step aside, step aside, please, please.
2: As they climb the bell tower, uh, Bella was going to ask Tammany, so do you think you'd like, do you think you want to write a novel, or do you think it would be like nonfiction? The book
3: was an example, but I guess if you're asking, I feel like I do have a story in me. You run with that. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's it's about this this woman who every time no one's looking at her she turns into a spider.
2: Hmm, okay, yeah. Yeah, that could be that could be fraught with uh themes. All sorts. Yes, yes. And I, I yeah. you know, and
3: she she meets the, uh, the
2: self that you know, the self you present to the world and the the, and the true you know, self, the interior that's by
3: and Right, of course, and there's no and it's a all it's spiders square inside. The two. And all yeah, pain yeah, of course yeah. comes from, you know, there's the perceived self and the actual self and the gulf between yeah, 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 the two. Exactly. I'd love to yeah, explore yeah. that. But I was thinking plot-wise, this handsome stranger shows up and I, I maybe there's a romance there.
2: Oh yeah, and maybe like when no one's looking at the handsome stranger, he becomes like a uh, like a big caterpillar.
3: Maybe yes, yeah. That's you know I you know this is sort of my story, but I, I'm definitely open to notes. Oh
2: yeah, sorry. I thought we were just I thought we were just sort of it's blue sky yeah, right yeah. now.
3: It's blue sky for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh the bell. You make your way back up to the top of the bell tower. It's not been long since the last time you were here, but it's different now. A newly holy place. The hole in the roof lets the sunlight in, which shines across the newly polished bell. We even catch a lens flare as the camera pans 360 degrees around this 20-foot tall bell. You're seeing it now as it first was, and the majesty and gravity of this bell is not lost on you. If Cordelians had it together enough to create a list of wonders, this would be a solid entry. You can almost hear the faint echoes of your edicts harmonizing with the bell. There's something here. But we don't linger. We cut over now to the hospital. DeBonesby and Stir fry. There's a little counter up in the corner of the screen. You've healed seven out of ten people. You're almost there! All right. So here's the situation right now. Um, uh, we have a, a middle aged man. Uh, uh, his name, he's unconscious. We weren't able to get his name from him. So he doesn't have a name. <laughs> uh, this uh, this middle aged man uh, needs surgery immediately. He uh, swallowed a bear skull whole. We don't know how it happened, but it's causing massive blockage. Have we tried the hyposemiasis uh, removal circuit? No, we um, haven't because that doesn't exist. But that, I love where your head's at. Ah,
6: okay, okay. Um, how about a springboard uh, ne- Nemus 7 uh,
3: extraction unit? So, a lot of those were words, but together, uh, chaos, of course. We haven't tried that. I think I might have just the thing. Sure, we'd love to hear it. We're out of options! I have been
7: studying the new spell, and I think this is the exact
3: practical place to do it. Well, then quit wasting time and do it! And he overturns, uh, somebody is being wheeled by on a hospital bed, and in frustration, he overturns the hospital bed, sending the person tumbling. <laughs> Doctor! You're out of order! You're out of order! I'm out of order! I'm out of order! You're out of order! I'm fired! And they storm off. The doors swing open and you're in the uh, you're in the OR unit. Uh, uh, immediately, you know, you just like, you go right to the sink, you wash your hands, you get the little gloves on, and then take it away. Uh, DeBonesby waggles his fingers and concentrates for his first practical
7: application of gaseous form. He mutters a few words, swallows a bit of gauze, and his Bones turn to mist. At this point, uh, the gaseous form of de Bonesby goes inside the man's uh, mouth and his nose and
3: he gets himself Uh, Into the body Okay great So you're inside the body Uh, And this is So now right now You're in the nasal cavity It's tight in there It's it's. uh, This guy had Hey fever It's all irritated It's all pink And oh no Where where are you gonna go now What's gonna happen I'm aiming uh, I'm aiming for the stomach Or the the gullet Wherever that skull Down the throat you go um, So you go down the esophagus And you Can you make a strength check for me 13. Great! That little valve that separates the esophagus and the stomach, you're able to just pull it open and you get into the stomach, and there you see a large bear skull. The stomach is not as big as the bear skull, and it's just taken the shape of the... And, uh, the bear skull is in there, and it's it's all jammed up.
7: DeBonesby is going to, uh, twist his cloud form around the bear skull, and then start to try to gently push it back out in his gaseous form. He says, Well, the problem is he's having a hard time getting it back up. I suppose I should push it the rest of the way through the body's journey. Let's take this skull through some intestines! And he, uh,
3: pushes. Absolutely. Make a strength. Make another strength for me to see what happens. And it's just gonna be the one strength. Don't worry. Well, that one was bad. It was a five. Okay. So you push, and you push, and you push, and it is not going anywhere. It is stuck in the stomach.
7: Oh, I'm as strong as a cloud. Not very. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And at this point, Dip Bonesby thinks he might be able to figure out he could maybe shift himself back to his uh, corporeal uh, body just enough to get a little strength back and try to push it?
3: Yes, I would say make a uh, make a medicine check, an eight, an eight. <laughs> Okay, for an eight, you just turn in back straight up into yourself. Uh, you just become a skeleton ripping this guy open. Uh, and so all anyone see, and by the way, there's an observation. Uh, a play, and like, you know, the, the studying surgeons are all taking notes and everything. They're like, this guy, he plays by his owner. This is insane. And so they see you turn into mist and go into the nose uh, and just disappear. And they they hear some rumbling and they see the, the outline of the skull moving back and forth. And then this guy just explodes and a second skeleton just sort of appears wearing OR scrubs.
6: <laughs> uh mm-hmm. stir looks at the bonesby looks at the crowd looks at the bonesby looks at the crowd takes out his
3: cane and then just starts doing a tap dance for all of them to try to distract them for what just happened a body just exploded two new doctors that nobody knew just came into the or room and uh started performing an operation uh which resulted in a, I would say, straight-up murder. But because there is no law on the books right now outlawing murder, Frederick, you don't take damage for this. Uh, However, both of you are immediately, uh, you are tackled and apprehended by uh, surgeons who are just, like, wrestling you. Uh, Frederick, uh, both of you, make a grapple check. 19. 19. Okay. Stir-fry, you get out of it. (coughs)
4: Nice try.
3: Keep tap dancing. Keep tap dancing away.
4: (laughs) No success in this scenario is
3: designed uh, and I got a six. Okay, the Bonesby, they got you. They've got you just like in a headlock. They're going, You're coming with me. Let go of me. You need to mark the time of this man's death. They all they hear you. They hear that, they nod, and they all do. And the camera just like whip hands over to a doctor who sadly just like marks the time of death. Whip hands back to you And they go You're not out of the woods yet buddy And as for you You can stay here tap dancing Until the sons come home That's right The sons are out partying They're so in their wild oats You can stay here tap dancing This man committed a murder And he's coming with us And they they drag you Frederick Out of the double doors Medical malpractice at worst
2: Okay so, uh I have I have now established a uh a robust uh representative government for the city involving checks and balances, um a body that includes representation for Ruleshaven and Ruleshaven, um a court system, uh, now I'm going to I'm going to mention that like, you know, uh murder and a whole host of classic crimes involving violence against others are back on the books and I think we'll be good to go right? Sure, sure
3: so as soon as you ring that bell uh, uh, murder will be made illegal. Yeah so as, as of right now uh, it's not
2: right now and I hope uh, you know right now it's super legal I hope no one's taking advantage of that but it's about to become illegal. Certainly, certainly. And speaking
3: of which, and he's going to pull a uh, sword out of its scabbard, Bellow, and could you just remind me of your AC? Yeah, it's 13. Yo, dude. I'm so sorry to say, Ebenezer Whitehead gets a 14 on his roll to stab you, (laughs) Bellow. Ebenezer Whitehead, rolls a 14. You feel the cold kiss of steel sliding into your body, moving in between your overdeveloped muscles and puncturing your insides. You feel a chill breaking into your body like a home invader. If the blade just stayed right where it is, you might be able to live like this forever. But it doesn't. It twists just enough. Ebenezer pulls it back out of you as the world goes dark. The last thing you see is the bell catching the light. It almost looks like... Never mind.
0: It's gone.